Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email chctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit some of Weed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. It's been a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have our laptop back. And it is May 10th already. Holy Toledo. So, how many days until Christmas? Well, let's tell you. It's 229 days until Christmas. Yeah, yeah. All right, Bestie. 229. Till your day of bliss. <laughs> Silver Sisters, start planning. <laughs> now. Get those socks and shirts together now. Telling you life size cutouts this year. <laughs> I think that would be a really great, great gift. <laughs> All over the room. Every one in every corner. <laughs> All right, Golden Girls, whoop, whoop. welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. What are you smoking? I don't know what I'm smoking, but got a little cup of coffee, half cup, because I already had one. I got some strawberries and water, and we're ready to rock and roll. And a heating pad, oh, so good for the back. <sighs> All right, boy, um, what are those? Um, I'm trying these brownies out, and they're called, um, I'll have to get the package, but they're pretty good, and you don't need much. I think I could get a lesser dosage and then cut that in half and save some money. Um, Something about couch lock or something, because it kind of (laughs) is. All right, so what's going on in the world of weed? Happy May, everybody. Um, Let's see, how was everybody's 420? We were going to have a 520 Chronicon, but that got canceled. Um, So we won't. Yeah, I know. That is a total bummer. But um, they are going to try to do it again, which would be really good. So, um, yeah. All right. So this is brought to you by Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. 
Come on down and get certified. Come get some education. You can get a consultation if you don't know if you want to get certified or you just maybe you have already and you want to talk to a doctor about your medications or anything about your cannabis experiences. You can come and do that. Um, or if you want to, um, you can come down and get some hemp and CBD uh, and get some good products. All right. So let's see. If you want to get your card, if you go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, I can tell you what you can get your card for. If you go to the certification section, uh, scroll down a little bit. You can book your appointment online. We do offer telemedicine, which is right next to that. Uh, just fill out the uh, form. There's a little button to fill out the form, and that comes to us, and we get you connected with the doctor uh, via online computer. So if you have one of these conditions, you can get a medical cannabis card. PTSD, you have to have a record from your doctor in the last 12 months for that. Cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain covers uh, everything from fibromyalgia to uh, DDD, arthritis, all the arthritis, uh, migraines, IBS, uh, things like that. Severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, <clears throat> HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, which includes uh, dementia and the 28 other types of Alzheimer's in between. Uh, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. You're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease, medical or chronic condition. Your condition causing headaches, you can get. Um, your card for that. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can do telemedicine. Like I said, you can even email thctucson at gmail.com. Stands for Tumbleweeds Health Center. That was a good one, huh? (laughs) Yep. And, um... You can also, if you want to get some really neat hemp and CBD products and you're over by Bookman's at Speedway in Wilmot, we have a new, well, actually, it's a year and a half old now, and it's called The Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. And that's across from Trader Joe's and Starbucks and sushi, really good sushi. Um, So you can check them out over there as well. For your hemp and CBD products. All right, let's see what's going on in cannabis news from azmarijuana.com. All right, let's see what our choices are here. News from around the world. Uh, CBD is beneficial for treating insomnia. We know that one. One in 10 veterans use uh, cannabis in the last 12 months. Um, uh-oh. And then uh, a founder of Hippie Chicks left the cannabis industry. And 
state surpassed 15 billion in tax revenue from legalized marijuana. Oh, here we go. Here's a good one. We were just talking about uh, this sport the other day. The NBA to stop drug testing players for marijuana. There you have it, folks. Long time. The NBA and the Players Association have reportedly settled upon a new collective bargaining agreement that amends the league's cannabis-related policies. The new agreement codifies changes first implemented on a temporary basis in 2020, limiting the ability of league officials to just randomly screen players for cannabis and to punish those who test positive, Norval reported. The changes are similar to those implemented by uh, Major League Baseball, which also dropped cannabis from its banned substances list. Both the NFL and the NHL continue to drug test some players for cannabis use, but they no longer impose uh, sub- uh, suspensions for those who test positive for it. Last year, the NCAA also relaxed its marijuana testing regulations. It has also been reported that the new NBA agreement will permit players to provide paid endorsements for certain cannabis products. However, full details of the new collective bargaining agreement have not yet been made public. Well, isn't that interesting? Oh my, my. The weed companies are gonna start doing sports deals. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. All right, let's see. Um, Oh, the door is opening. Cool breeze is coming in. I think it's like what it's uh, 65 degrees. I already went for my little slog, my slow jog this morning. All right, one in ten veterans use cannabis in the last in the last 12 months. Yes, they do. And if you're a vet, uh, we work closely with the VA, and we've got their little forms to get your medical records, so you can come and get certified and um, get some serious pain relief and a lot of relief from PTSD. Excuse me. All right. One in 10 U.S. military veterans report having consumed cannabis within the last year, according to data published in the journal Substance Use and Misuse. A pair of researchers affiliated with the University of North Texas and the University of Illinois assess cannabis use trends among a nationally representative cohort of over 16,000 veterans over the years 2019 or 2013, sorry, to 2019. Investigators reported that 10% of those sampled acknowledged past year cannabis use. Consumers were more likely to define their consumption as medical only if they were age 65 or older. And um, Only a minority of the study's respondents acknowledged having received an authorization to use cannabis from a healthcare provider. This is likely because federal law prohibits providers affiliated with the Department of Veterans Affairs from issuing recommendations, even in states where the medical use of cannabis is legal. That's true. The study's authors concluded, quote, our findings taken in context with current federal policy point toward a need for enhanced care coordination among among veterans who may benefit from marijuana but are unable to access it through the VA. Additional research is needed 
to better understand veterans' use of a marijuana in the context of a marijuana. I love it. The veterans' use of a marijuana in the context of federal VA restrictions, including the examination of how veterans obtain marijuana, what effect this has on their care coordination and health outcomes, and whether or not marijuana can play a role in reducing other drug use and drug-related harms among veterans, quote. According to nationwide survey uh, data compiled by the group Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America, 75% of military veterans, quote, would be interested in using cannabis or cannabinoid products as a treatment option if it were available, quote. And quite honestly, we see, I mean, um, we see a lot of people come in for uh, various reasons, but they come in and they are using a lot of chemical Western medicine kind of drugs that they've been on for years or just even recently and they don't like it. They don't like the effects. And then the next, it used to be your card was good for a year. And the next year, I know Silver Sister can attest to this. We'd see people and I'd be like, what? You look younger because they, they look so much better because they were like 90 plus percent off of all those medications. And mostly, if not all, just using cannabis. And it was a really neat thing to experience to see people's um, well-being and healing um, play out right in front of our eyes. It was really neat. In fact, they looked better. I always would say to people, wow, you look better on your card this year than you did last year. And they'd laugh and they'd go, holy cow, I do. Because <laughs> they would. They'd have the color back in their skin. They'd look happier, healthier. And they'd be off all those uh, and mostly or if not all off of the, the chemicals. So, all right, way to go weed. <laughs> all right, Arizona Cannabis Edibles founder exits the cannabis community, let's see, or industry. Let's see what's going on. Carmen Toma, the popular face of hippie chicks, has successfully exited the Arizona Cannabis Edibles companies that she helped found, uh, co-found more than six years ago. Ago. According to Toma, she is excited to bring about a new era in the emerging industry and is making plans to develop a new 100% female-owned company. Toma is the company's former marketing and sales director and is credited with the successful launch and establishment of the esteem-infused chocolate and tinctures brand that is now available more than 40 dispensaries across the state. Toma, a familiar face in the Arizona market, was instrumental in opening those dispensary accounts and developing new innovative products and flavor profiles for the company. Under her leadership, Hippie Chicks entered the highly competitive regulated cannabis industry after initially gaining market share and building brand awareness as a CBD-infused only offering. Quote, the road to success is never easy, but we accomplished our goals and it was time to move on, she said. I was always shy about telling my story, but after this journey, I've learned so much and I absolutely have something to say. A native of Texas, Toma attended NMSU in Las Cruces. She is exploring opportunities in Arizona and New Mexico. She is currently in talks to sign on with a local entity that is expanding their brand, building services. Way to go, Carmen. All right, that's awesome. All female business. <laughs> yeah, the road to success is not an easy one. 
All right. So, oh, I was going to look at uh, some events, and the first one that comes up is the Chronicon, which sadly has been canceled. I know it. All right. November, we got the Dusk, Festi- Dusk Music Festival. Let's see what's going on with that one. Oh, it's presented by the Rio Nuevo. It is music, food, and art November 11th and 12th at the Jacomi Plaza in Tucson. See you in 2023. Friday is Grits. Uh, Saturday is Alice Wonderland. Allison. Allison Wonderland. Haha, <laughs> get it? Alice in Wonderland. Uh, and Young the Giant. And then uh, we've got Cannon's Nightmare, Nora and Pure. Sophie Tucker, Hybrid DJ Set, Zomboy, and a whole lot more. Uh, there's a, oh, wow, the, there's like probably 30 more, and then there's a full lineup. Um, and it's sponsored by folks like Earth Healing, oh, Don Julio, <laughs> Bud Light Seltzer, what? Crazy, crazy, crazy. See, they're already getting in on the game, sponsoring all this stuff, but it's also sponsored by the Marriott, the JW Marriott. Bullet Crafted Cocktails, uh, The Hub, OGs. Um, oops. Oh, if you click on it, you can go to the OGs site. They have some fun things. All right. So there you go. I think that's the only one listed right now um, for the rest of the year, and that's November 11th and 12th. Like I said, the Chronicon has been canceled. If you were hoping to go to that, hopefully they will have it another time. All right. Let's see. Um, I wonder if this is still going on. Arizonans can win tickets and prizes for Willie Nelson's 90th birthday. 90. Holy cow. He's still going. Um, let's see. Well, um, you can read it anyway. Willie's Reserve and Willie's Remedy. Cannabis and hemp brands inspired by legendary musician and activist Willie Nelson are proud to announce a year-long celebration of Willie Nelson's 90th birthday, the celebration for Willie reaches level 90, quote, will launch on April 10th and will be a tribute to Willie's legendary career advocacy and normalization of cannabis. The year-long birthday celebration will include several exciting events and initiatives, including the Willie's Reserve, gifts from Willie sweepstakes. It may be Willie's birthday, but his fans are Getting the gifts, every uh, entry will receive a prize with a grand prize of two tickets to Luck Reunion 2024. Other prizes include autographed guitars, posters, and Willie's book, Me and Paul, untold stories of a fabled friendship, Willie's Level 90 exclusive birthday merchandise, Willie Nelson's Letters to America book, Willie's Remedy coffee, woo, tea, and sparkling water, as well as other prizes and discounts. Fans can enter the contest at www.willyreserve.com slash willie-nelson-90th-birthday and by visiting uh, participating dispensaries in Arizona, and I'll read you that list in a moment, uh, Colorado, Nevada, Rhode Island, Missouri, or participating Willie's Remedies retailers in Virginia, Texas, Ohio, Illinois, Florida, and Tennessee. Willie's Reserve, in partnership with the Luck Reunion Festival, will give fans the opportunity to record their own happy birthday message for Willie at the festival. Fans can also send Willie a happy birthday message via a special digital postcard accessible at retail and partner wholesale accounts 
in participating states or online at willyreserve.com slash happy dash birthday dash notes. Quote, Willie's 90th birthday is not just an opportunity to celebrate Willie himself, but to recognize all that he has done to move forward, advocate, and normalize cannabis, said Andrew Davison, CEO of Long Play USA, the makers of Willie's Reserve and Willie's Remedy. At nearly 90 years young, Willie Nelson continues to astound audiences around the world. He recently won two Grammys, released a new album, was nominated for 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio, and is planning a full national tour scheduled this spring and summer. Dang, go Willie. We almost got a Willie interview. <laughs> almost, 12 years ago. We almost had Cheech and Chong on. It was 420, about that time too. But then we got a call that said Channel 7 got the, the story. <laughs> we were like, wait, what's wrong with Weed Stay Wednesday, a brand new podcast that no one's ever heard of ever? <laughs> but no, it was great. They did send us signed posters in lieu of the interview. Might be able to get them on now. All right, let's see. Oh, man, I just might sneeze. Hold your horses. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. Well, that was perfect timing because <laughs> I did rip out a good sneeze. Sorry, Walt. Um, yeah, come on down and get some CBD at either the Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. Uh, and the phone number is 520532-LEAF. And then you can come to Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come and get certified. Uh, cards good for two years. It's two forty nine. If you're on food stamps, it's one seventy four. There is a bill out there, folks, um, and it's been delayed a little bit. We've we've heard, but uh, it's we're, they're hoping that they get some movement with it uh, very soon, and we hope it passes. It has not yet passed, so the bill for the state fee is still one fifty um, for everybody, unless you're on food stamps, and then it is just the seventy five dollar fee. But you do have to pay the doctor and the processing fee. So don't forget about that. All right. Um, so let's see here. What do we got going on? Let's take a look. Excuse me. At high times. Woo-woo. Those are fun magazines. We used to sell those. Um, they used to sell better. Um, but uh, people just go online now. So we're just going to check it out. And see, oh my lord, Missouri cannabis sales top a billion. Riverside County law enforcement seizes $1 million in illegal cannabis and mushroom products. California Task Force recommends apology. Drug uh, drug war reparations for black Americans. Uh, Denmark opens hash trade under threat on Pusher Street. What? 
Uh, I just got to read that first because it's Denmark and second because it's hash. And I love hash. I haven't had me a good chunk of hash in a while. Mmm, hash. Need to go get that tennis ball size of hash. All right. Pusher Street's run of open cannabis and hash trade in Copenhagen, Denmark could come to an end. Ooh. While open drug trade of cannabis, hash, and soft drugs is tolerated in Christiana, an autonomous region of Copenhagen, Denmark, that all could end if the area can't clean up its act, the capital city's mayor warned. Wow. Copenhagen, Denmark, Lord Mayor Sophie Haystrop Anderson told local paper Extra Bladet that Growing violence has to end or she will shut down cannabis and drug trade in Christiania. Wow. The Guardian reports that Anderson threatened to close Pusher Street's drug trade if the 1,000 or so people living in the commune comply with her plan. Since the 1970s, um, Christiania, or Freetown Christiania, in the Christian's Haven Borough in Copenhagen has been the nation's green light district. Think of it as mini Amsterdam, complete with comparable canals and architecture and open tolerance of soft drugs and cannabis. Um, the military base on the island of Amager was transformed into a commune in 1973 with autonomous government, oh, with an autonomous government. Hippies and anarchists established a social democratic government structure and made the area a permanent, quote, social experiment. The first thing you see when you enter is a mural of a fan leaf, as well as a fist smashing a hypodermic needle signifying the area's rule of no hard drugs. Since around 1980 or so, hash, Europe's popular form of cannabis, has openly been sold on Pusher Street, which is why the area enforced a strict no photo rule, but organized crime uh, sours the picture, and it's not the utopia it used to be. Quote, the violence and crime around Pusher Street has now reached a level we neither can nor want to deal with, Anderson told um, Extra Bladette in Copenhagen. I believe we must have room for Christiania. It is both skewed and alternative. It's creative, but this harsh, uh, organized violence must be written out of the future. A 23-year-old man was shot and killed on October 26th as a rash of violence was reported in the area. It reminds some about a grenade attack in 2009. Quote, we are afraid that the situation will develop into a gang war in Christiania. The area spokeswoman, Huda Mater, said, but keep in mind that Copenhagen at large is one of the safest cities in the world and that crime is comparably lower than other parts of the world, according to the re- <clears throat> adding to the reason they don't want crime entering the picture. Anderson warned, she's not playing games anymore. Quote, that is why my message is also that if the Christianites make it clear that they are ready to close Pusher Street and replace it with something else, then we in the municipality of Copenhagen are ready to support putting together a plan to find out what should happen to that street. After the incident last October, uh, the hash trade moved from its original spot on Pusher Street up to near the area's main entrance. 
Enough is enough, Mater said. We have just claimed responsibility for what goes on in Pusher Street. It is not something that we, as private individuals, can oppose. Now, there have been repeated episodes of violence, and we simply think it, that it has become too dangerous for us. Christiania is currently run by the Foundation for, for Staten Christiania, while the Housing and Social Affairs Agency owns the ramparts and runs the state's uh, secretariat. A joint dialogue, get it? Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Will soon take place between the foundation and the municipality, the Copenhagen Police, the Housing and Social Affairs Agency, and the Castles and Culture Agency. All groups meet regularly. The technical environmental management in the municipality of Copenhagen will also work together with the foundation for Staden Christiania on the future public housing in Christiania. Wow, that was a mouthful to say that you guys better clean up your area. They're going to take it away. Come on, guys. Pull it together. Just smoke some smoke some wheat, smoke some serious hash, uh, and clean it up. Kick out the bad guys. Do what you need to do. Because that's what we do around here. We also do this. Puff, puff, puff. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pieces are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, aw, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco 
Pharmaceutical prisons, I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers. They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers. And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers. They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy. I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits and they don't want you to stop because of all the special interests. I call that getting swindled and pimped shit. I call that getting tricked by the government. That law's hella old. So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm the one looking for a pot shop. at how fast it really does come every year. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right. Let's see here. What's going on? What are y'all smoking? I forgot to hit the bong again on the break. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. Oh, what's going on? There's a lot going on in the weed world. More and more states are passing it in some way, shape, or form. Some states are reversing things. I hope not. Um, But let's take a look and see what we got. All right. Weed Day Wednesday. Brought to you by Tumbleweed Cell Center. 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and get certified. If you want to know what you can get certified for, that would be uh, at tumbleweedcellcenter.com. Check it out. Go to the certification sections. We do offer telemedicine, and we're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday right now. Uh, Book your appointment right online. Fill out the telemedicine form right there as well. If you have one of these conditions, you can get a medical cannabis card. Uh, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy. HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, including dementia, cachexia, wasting syndrome. You're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or just the treatment uh, uh, for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes any of the above condition or more. So if you're being treated for something, you don't see it on the list, but however you're being treated is causing something on the list, you can get your medical card. 
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. If you want to be on the show at any time, you can call 646-915-8421 and press pound or hashtag one, and I'll know you want to be on air. All right. So let's see what's going on. Let's check out High Times Magazine here and see what else is happening. Uh-oh. Grandma who supplied can of butter in Australia sentenced. What? Let's see what that's about. All right. A great-grandmother in Australia was sentenced to a <clears throat> two-year bond based on good behavior, avoiding a three-and-a-half-year sentence for supplying can of butter to a minor. One grandma in Australia found healing benefits through cannabis-infused butter, but it backfired when her teen great-grandson used it to bake cupcakes and shared them at school. (laughs) Pam Annette Bickerton, 74, was sentenced May 4th after her teen great-grandson used her cannabis-infused butter to bake cupcakes and share them to classmates at school in South Australia. Wow. The Adelaide Advertiser reports that Bickerton made the cannabis-infused butter to control her sleeping disorder, and it worked, the jury heard at an April 19th court hearing. Bickerton says she was halfway asleep when her unnamed teen grandson asked if he could use some of the can of butter, still in a state of tiredness, and unfortunately, she said, go for it, just make sure that you clean up afterwards, her lawyer said in court. Um, When police responded to the incident and arrived at Bickerton's home in the weeks after, she admitted that she still had three bags of can of butter in her freezer and two bongs, which were immediately seized. Magistrate Justin Wickens, however, was not impressed with the defense, saying that Bickerton should have known better. This is true. At 74, come on, folks. Quote, police became aware of an allegation that a student was selling cupcakes laced with cannabis at the school after the students presented at the sick bay displaying symptoms consistent with cannabis consumption. Quote, Magistrate Justin Wickens said, quote, police spoke to two students who disclosed that another student was providing the cannabis-laced cupcakes. I love it, laced. Um, Bickerton pleaded, oh, the judge asked her to consider the weight of her alleged crime. Quote, This is very serious. Offending and supplying drugs to minors is a very serious offense, he said. Bickerton pleaded guilty to one count of supplying or administering a controlled drug to a child before appearing in the Adelaide Magistrate's Court. The great-grandmother was sentenced on Thursday. Bickerton faced a jail sentence of three and a half years behind bars, but dropped in favor of pleading guilty and getting a good behavior bond. No charges were given to her great-grandson for distributing the cupcakes. Well, it should have been. Medical cannabis is legal Australia-wide with a prescription and under certain restrictions. Medical or, uh, Cannabis is a scheduled substance in the, in the county 
regulated by the TGA, Therapeutic Goods Administration. Cannabis reform for adult use in Australia continues to push forward. A recent report has revealed Australia's plans to approach cannabis legalization within the next few years. The Australian Parliamentary Parliamentary Budget Office, the PBO, recently released a proposal exploring two options on how to approach cannabis legalization. It was commissioned to explore what legalization could look like through the request of Senator David Shoebridge and the Australian Greens Party, also referred to as the Greens. According to the PBO's report, the first option would establish the creation of the Cannabis National Agency, CANA, which act as the sole wholesaler between producers and retailers, set wholesale prices on cannabis, and issue licenses to potential cannabis business owners. The second option contains all provisions from the first option, except for the final recommendation, which would change the excise tax to 15% instead of 25%. Another grandma makes uh, made headlines for helping the sick with her cannabis-infused edibles, Mary Jane <laughs> Raspin, a.k.a. Brownie Mary, helped people suffering from HIV and chemotherapy with cannabis-infused edibles. At her peak, uh, she was making or baking 600-infused brownies a week at $20 per dozen. Whoa! Um, <laughs> she helped to decriminalize cannabis as well. In 1992, Mary testified to the San Francisco Board of Supervisors about the benefits of cannabis, leading to a resolution to make medical cannabis possession the lowest priority in arrest and prosecution. All right. Way to go, Mary Jane. All right. All right. Well, first of all, that kid should have gotten in trouble, too, because he knew what he was doing. Grandma was in a stupor. She was tired and in pain. Grandma, can I use your butter? Sure, go ahead. And he probably didn't even say, can I use your weed butter? It was just like, Grandma, I need some butter. Go for it. I mean, how old was he? They just said a teenager, right? Uh, They didn't even say his age, I don't think. At any rate, he should have gotten in trouble. (laughs) He knew exactly what he was doing. All right, let's see what else is going on in news at High Times Magazine. Oh, uh oh. Riverside County Law Enforcement seizes a million dollars in illegal cannabis and mushroom products. A million dollars. A recent search warrant in Riverside County yielded $1 million in illegal cannabis and psilocybin mushrooms. According to a press release from the Riverside County Sheriff's Department, the raid occurred on May 4th around 5.30 p.m. The Jerupa Valley Sheriff's Station Special Enforcement Team, SET, responded to a disturbance at the 1700 block of Production Circle, located within a business area that is home to other businesses off uh, Rubidoux Boulevard. Multiple people attempted to flee the scene, but the Sheriff's Department reports that many were detained. Quote, Jerupa Valley SCT deputies located evidence of an illegal slash unlicensed marijuana dispensary and secured the location. The Jerupa Valley SCT deputies obtained a search warrant for the property and requested assistance from the Riverside Sheriff's Marijuana Enforcement Team, the MET, the department stated, 
On site, officers found a variety of illegal cannabis products. Quote, during the service of the search warrant, deputies located approximately 115 pounds of processed marijuana, 10 pounds of psilocybin mushrooms, 100 pounds of marijuana concentrate, 2,400 marijuana vapes, and 1,200 edible marijuana items. The estimated value of the seized items was determined to be over $1 million, the department reported. As of May 9th, the investigation is still ongoing and no further information has been shared. Last summer, the California Department of Cannabis Control, uh, the DCC, announced that between 2021 and 2022, law enforcement had seized more than $1 billion worth of illegal cannabis products. Quote, this important milestone was reached through close collaboration with local, state, and federal partners and furthers California's efforts to go after activities that harm communities and the environment, including water, threat, uh, water theft, threats of violence, elder abuse, and human trafficking, to name a few. These operations and the products they produce threaten consumer safety and the vitality of legal and compliant licensees, the DCC stated. More recently in March, the DCC released its informant statistics for 2021 and 2022. During that time frame, search warrants increased from 62 in 2021 to 155 in 2022 with over 41,726 pounds of illegal product seized in 2021. And in 2022, they seized 144,254 pounds of illegal product. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Bill Jones, the DCC's chief in the law enforcement division, explained the importance of continuing to target illegal operations. Quote, through each enforcement action, our teams gain a better understanding of how these criminal operations work which helps us better focus our resources and amplify our results to protect the health and safety of all Californians, said Jones. I would like to thank the dedicated group of officers in our department who work closely with our law enforcement partners to make these operation, uh, operations successful. Together, we are cracking down on the illicit cannabis market and ensuring California maintains a well-regulated and legal marketplace that benefits Californians. Additionally, the DCC reported that it destroyed 19,221 illegal cannabis plants in 2021 and 264,196 plants in 2022, a 1,274% increase. Again, whoa. The city of Riverside is one of many that are still working on establishing a regulatory framework in their respective areas. According to the Press Enterprise, the Riverside City Council recently approved an ordinance February 28th that would allow, would allow up to 14 cannabis retail permits. On March 1st, a city press release shared statements from a few key individuals. According to Council Member uh, Ronaldo Fierro, it's high time Riverside kept up with the time. Quote, Today's long overdue decision to overturn the ban of cannabis retail was the result of a multi-year effort that included intensive community and stakeholder input, said Fierro. 
This is the first step in a pragmatic and sensible policy that is centered around providing benefit and opportunity for all Riverside residents. Riverside Mayor Pro Tem Clarissa Cervantes also released a statement about cannabis finally moving forward in Riverside, quote, with a little over 18 months until the November 2024 ballot, we have the time we need to create a program that is socially equitable and ensures voters are informed about what the tax measure will do, Cervantes said. Riverside voters approved this measure years ago, and the council voted to move forward with creating a pathway for safe access and quality workforce opportunities. City staff will continue to develop a uh, process for permit review and uh, implementation and plan to propose their plan to the Riverside City Council sometime this summer. Well, there you have it. All right. So what's with all the illegal grows? You guys are giving everybody bad names and stealing water? What do you, why, how are you, why? Don't steal water. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I guess they are. And they have been for years and years and years. We've all seen the videos. Well, not all of us, but we play a lot of really neat videos <clears throat> at Tumbleweed. And um, some of them show just that. And there have been shows um, about the Emerald Triangle and the disappearance of of the people that go out there to, to work the fields and to trim and to help grow and work on the farms. Um, so you got to be careful when you when you go to places that are way out in the middle of nowhere and uh, you don't know people. That's just number one rule anyway. But uh, specifically, <laughs> anything that has to do with drugs or big money or anything like that. All right. North Carolina Cherokee Chief rejects a $64 million proposal for a state's first dispensary. The so-called marijuana superstore is scheduled to open later this year in North Carolina. A tribal chief in North Carolina has reportedly vetoed a proposed $64 million in additional spending for what is expected to be the state's first medical cannabis dispensary. The Charlotte Observer reports that Richard Sneed, the principal chief of the Eastern Band of the Cherokee Indians, said in a Facebook message on Friday that, quote, he vetoed the tribal council's recent approval of the, six, of the final $64 million for the project because the original proposal said the entire project would be completed for $50 million. Good job, Richard. Quote, the fact that this project's original cost for an outdoor grow, an indoor grow, and an indoor dispensary was $50 million, and now we're being told it's $95 million, demonstrates that there's an immediate need for a full accounting of the money that has been expended to date, Sneed wrote in the message, as quoted by the Charlotte Observer. The tribe is currently planning on opening a massive cannabis superstore that will be the first marijuana dispensary in North Carolina. According to the Charlotte Observer, the, quote, Cherokee are converting their massive old bingo hall into the dispensary that is the first of the kind in North Carolina, the only location that would be a three-hour's drive from Charlotte where weed is sold legally. Quote, the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians approved an ordinance, an ordinance in 2021 to legalize medical cannabis on its land. 
Quote, the council's approval of a medical marijuana ordinance is a testament to the changing attitudes towards legal marijuana and a recognition of the growing body of evidence that supports cannabis as a medicine, particularly those with debilitating conditions like cancer and chronic pain, Sneed said at the same time. In November, the tribe announced that it was starting the first harvest of its marijuana crop. There are no other dispensaries in North Carolina where both medical and recreational cannabis use are legal under state law, but the Cherokee, as with other tribes throughout the United States, have sovereignty over the land. According to the Charlotte Observer, in his Facebook post on Friday, Sneed, quote, attached a copy of a letter he sent to Tribal Council Chairman Richard French informing him of his veto and his reason, quote. The Observer has more background on this dispute. Quote, Sneed told French he fully supports cannabis with uh, both medical and adult use. He also is encouraged and inspired by tribal workers at the growing operation at Cooper's Creek on the tribal's Kuala uh, boundary in Cherokee, added, the operation is run by Kuala Enterprises LLC, the tribe's for-profit medical cannabis arm. Yet Sneed told French, I am very troubled by the lack of accountability for the managing of the business side of the operation. The current projected cost is almost 100% over budget as compared to the original RFP projected cost. RFP stands for Request for Proposals. The dispensary is expected to open sometime this year. Lawmakers in the North Carolina legislature have pushed a bill that would legalize medical cannabis treatment in the state. Republican State Senator Bill uh, Rabin introduced a bill earlier this year called the, quote, North Carolina Compassionate Care Act, quote, which would legalize the treatment for a host of qualifying conditions, including, quote, cancer, epilepsy, positive status for human, oh, for HIV, uh, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, sickle cell anemia, Parkinson's, PTSD, multiple sclerosis, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe persistent nausea in a person who is not pregnant that is related to an end-of-life or hospice care or who is bedridden or homebound because of a condition, a terminal illness when the patient's remaining life expectancy is less than six months, or a condition resulting in the individuals receiving hospice care. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, somebody needs to regulate uh, who's handling the money because that's, yeah, 100% over, huh? Well, that's not any good, folks. All right. Well, you are listening to Weed Say Wednesday, everybody. We always thank you for tuning in. They listed most of the conditions that it takes to get a card here, but we'll tell you again what conditions it takes to get your card here in Arizona, and that's PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's and dementia and all in between, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, and pregnant women can get certified in the state of Arizona. And you can also get certified if you didn't hear your ailment on the list, but you're taking medication or there's a treatment that's causing something on the list, then you can get your medical card for that. 
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That is right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. And uh, folks, I think we're going to call it a show because we do not want to jinx anything. We are down to the end of the show already. We made it all the way. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Silver Sister, we hope you have an awesome day out there. Canvas Kids, come back and see us. We love you guys. Remember, 229 days until Christmas. Smoke some weed, chill out, have a bong hit, and be good to each other out there. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Weeds Day 